This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Is the toilet paper uh, frenzy still a thing? I guess it is because uh, this, of course, speaking of Florida, comes from Florida. A, uh, a woman in Florida over the weekend was filming a man and a woman that rolled into a Dollar Tree store, dollar store down there, and they bought the entire stock of toilet paper, napkins, paper towels from this dollar store. Basically, uh, any of the, the, the soft paper you can wipe your butt with, <laughs> they bought them. Like They're loading boxes of the stuff into the back of a truck, and another woman starts calling out these uh, these toilet paper hoarders, and it doesn't go well. Listen. Oh. What a liar! These folks are losing their mind over some. That was a Mountain Dew. Uh, that's that's the wrong one, there, Juan. That's the wrong one. Play the toilet paper one. These are the toilet paper people. We'll get to the Mountain Dew in a second. Hi. <laughs> Look at this wonderful woman who just told me to go f myself and mind my own effing business. Who just bought the entire store of paper towels, toilet paper. Oh, it's gonna go viral. <laughs> Too bad I didn't get her when she was freaking out and yelling at me. Why do you have a video in store, inside the store? They sold it to me. Yeah, I see that. This is what we get. What street corner should I go to buy it from you? The one you hooker on. Oh, the one I'm the hooker on. <laughs> oh, zing. snap. Oh, she got her burns on bulk at the dollar store, too. Snap. <laughs> That is a, that's a pretty good one. She had that locked and loaded. What corner should I go to if I want to buy the toilet paper? You really set yourself off for that <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, the one you are a hooker on was oh, the comment there. Is that a tear? Need a tissue? I, bu- I got seven boxes. <laughs> Don't cry. Uh, yeah, COVIDiot is the term that we, uh, we coined last week. Really has caught on and was trending all weekend on social media. Hashtag COVIDiot. That's a person who either doesn't take the current pandemic seriously enough or they do stuff like this and they're trying to profit off of it. A, uh, let's get to the Mountain Dew. A couple <laughs> in a, a grocery store was also filmed on the weekend freaking out after they tried to buy 552 cans of Mountain Dew. This is in Kentucky. The grocery store said, no, that's too much Mountain Dew. We're not going to sell you all of that. And they lost their minds. Here's them. What a liar! These folks are losing their mind over some... Over some Mountain Dew. Over some Mountain Dew. I'm telling you, you're such a liar. You just told me just now that I can go outside and come back in and get the drink. That's what you just said. But that's what you just told me. She just told me. I know. I know. Wow. You are so rude. I don't even see how you have a job. You lied to us. Folks losing their minds up here for some Mountain Dew. Wow. Do you do the do, Jim? I do the do, but it's not on my to-do list when I go out to shop for emergency <laughs> supplies. Like, there could be nothing, no drink with less nutritional benefits than Mountain Dew out there. The couple in the video, if you're wondering, look like you would expect a couple that needs 552 cans of Mountain Dew yeah. to look. They said stock up on water. We don't like water. We like the dew. The neon nectar of the mountains. Water doesn't glow in the dark. Mountain (laughs) Dew does. 
Which pop would you stockpile? I might go Verner's. You know, I'm a you know I'm a 90 oh, wow. year old man. I, I I enjoy a nice Verner's. And the and the the ginger ale, good for an upset tummy. So it's kind yeah. of medicinal. I uh, I mean I'm a standard. I like a I like a Coca Cola, or yeah. I would say I like Dr Pepper a lot too. Mm-hmm. And, and nice to have a doctor in the house right now. Always the doc, <laughs> and you can mix uh, the Coca Cola with all the whiskey you want. Uh, those those two Mountain Dew Covidiots there for you. Now, all this crazy hoarding does have uh, some good news attached to it over the weekend. Check this out. In Missouri, a pregnant woman went into labor in the toilet paper aisle at Walmart. So we were like, okay, what do we do now? Another lady comes around the corner. She says, I'm a delivery nurse. Can I help? And we was like, yes, please. Please help us. She had gloves in her pocket. She was ready to go. Crowd control, not like the best with blood. So that was my job is holding the holding the sheet and crowd control, making sure that nobody invaded what privacy the poor lady still had. They're the typical uh, fire department that shops in our store. So they were pretty proud of themselves. And then when they wheeled her out on the gurney, there were customers, of course, gathered. And she kind of raised her hand. Everyone clapped for us. You know, feel good moment everybody's going through so much and with a baby it's like everything comes full circle wow with the in the toilet paper aisle too i'm surprised a guy didn't kind of step over and say ah, i'm just gonna sneak in there grab some Charmin. Yeah. don't mind me excuse me excuse me i just <laughs> yeah, gotta get behind you there for a it. second <laughs> oh, oh you're, you're coming along Charmin is the name of the baby actually that's what they decided <laughs> to go with it's my is little daughter Charmin. <laughs> Tuply. <laughs> That's going to be the kid's rapper name when, <laughs> when they grow up. It's my little baby Charmin. <laughs> Some good news. Woman giving birth in a toilet paper aisle at Walmart. Uh, the mess that she left is still there because no one wanted to waste the toilet paper cleaning it up. <laughs> On the weekend, Jim, you ordered Uber Eats and got some, uh, some McDonald's delivered to your house. Yeah, well, buddy. how about this one? Boober Eats. I, I can guess where this is going. Is this a real thing? Yeah, down in Oregon, exotic oh, dancers, uh, the Lucky Devil Lounge, which I'm looking at a picture of this place right now, Lucky Devil Lounge. They've got lottery. They've got cocktails, dancers, fine food, <laughs> and poker. <laughs> poker in the rear? Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Liquor in the front. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they started having their their dancers. They had to shut the place down, obviously, because in the best of times, uh, you can probably catch something in there in the old Lucky <laughs> Devil. But with COVID nineteen, they had to social distance, shut the place down. So the exotic dancers weren't doing much, looking to make a little extra money. They've started delivering food to houses not wearing tops so topless delivery service hmm. hence boober eats what would what uh, took so long what would your girlfriend <laughs> sarah say if if you used that service do you think she'd be offended or would it all be in good fun i think she would hate it like i would never take her to hooters and there's they have their tops on but you never know maybe if it was my birthday <laughs> as a joke we'd do it or something uh -huh. but I, w I would probably not order the boober eats but i know several friends who would every for every meal now i have a, a six-month-old baby here at home 
she hears Boober eats and she's thinking of something else, right? She thinks that's the meal. <laughs> that's the meal, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this, this could be a a wet nurse delivery service. <laughs> It's weird though. It's like there's no rules anymore. You know what? I saw another thing, Taz, and it was it was a bar that would sell twenty five dollar like those massive margaritas and those big fish bowls. They would sell you one of those for twenty five bucks. They bring it to your door with a roll of toilet paper. A TP Arita. Yeah, everybody's just becoming an entrepreneur, and there seems to be no rules. The owner of this Lucky Devil uh, Adult Entertainment Lounge says that. He did it initially as a joke, but everyone started going, how do I, how do I get this to my house? And, and now it's taken off and he's going to keep doing it. The, the ladies are wearing pasties and booty shorts when they deliver okay. the food. They will do a little dance at the front door, but they are avoiding physical contact because they don't want to spread the infection. Yeah. Social distancing has been a thing in strip clubs for years. Uh huh. And if you request a couple extra napkins, they know why. So you're not <laughs> fooling anybody. Okay. <laughs> Max Kerman joins Taz and Jim. Max, how you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in there. How about you guys? Well, what a difference a couple of weeks can make, huh? We last time we talked to you, we were partying on the beach down in Florida, having a great old time, and we get back here and instantly into into uh, isolation, into quarantine. I'm glad you made it back, though. You know, uh, our prime minister was looking us dead in the eyes on camera, saying, "Come home to me. Come home now." <laughs> yeah, with, with that romance novel beard that he's <laughs> right? got going on too. Just piercing exactly. eyes in that beard. How could we not come home? And we made it home just in time. You're you're doing self isolation as well. Uh, was that a, a choice you made, or did the band get together talk about it? Yeah, no. I mean, we're we're just trying to be as cautious uh, as we can. We're, we're sort of of the belief that if everybody hunkers down right now, we can get on with the fun. But if but if people are kind of messing about, then this could uh, prolong. This episode, and I think we all agree we want to get through this as safely, but as, and as quickly as possible. So, so I think the move right now is uh, is to be well behaved, uh, because honestly, I'm just having fantasies of the incredible parting that's going to happen when we get the thumbs up. You know, when we're let out of our cages, it's going to be a del- it's going to be incredible. So, so that, that that's uh, one of the things that's keeping me uh, keeping me going, keeping me excited. <laughs> A euphoria once we're all, once the doors all open. It's like jail cells. You imagine the jail cells opening up and everyone just making a break for that wall. Yeah, there's a good, um, there's a funny tweet from Flea uh, that was going kind of viral yesterday. I don't know, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He said, like, when this is all done, I'm going to go hug every mother effer that I see. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you quarantined? Whereabouts are you? we're, We're in Hamilton right now. You're in Hamilton, and are you doing okay with supplies? Is there anything you you don't have enough of, or is there some stuff that you maybe stocked on, uh, stocked up on a little too much? Uh, no, we're doing pretty good. Um, I think, yeah, we're we're in pretty good shape. But you know, I am thinking about um, there's a lot of people that uh, have, don't have jobs right now and uh, need to be supported. And and I know uh, the Living Rock uh, down at uh, Cannon, just off of uh, James Street, they're accepting supplies 
right now, and you can drop them off at the at the front step there. I think it's 30 Cannon Street East, I believe. So I just want to give them a shout out because uh, they're they're collecting for for youth that that need an extra hand, and they're looking for hand sanitizers and also any like prepackaged goods. So if you guys are in that neck of the woods and you can drop off some extra extra supplies, I'd recommend you doing that. Yeah, if you are making a trip to the store, instead of buying 10 of everything for yourself, maybe buy a couple for someone else. And and if you are getting a paycheck, man, we've been saying that uh, this whole time. It's like you, you thank your lucky stars every day because there's a lot of people out there who aren't so lucky. Uh, you have mm-hmm. no shortage, Max, of interaction, though, even though you're, you're socially distancing. The Flatten the Curve music lessons that you've been doing online, I've been tuning in when I can, and uh, I just love watching you and the fans uh, uh, share your, your stories and your music together. It's fun, man. Yeah, thank you. It's a delight. It's really been one of the bright spots of my days, and, and you know, People are giving me credit for, for offering some music lessons, but uh, I feel like I'm getting the reward here just by able to uh, chatting with people from all over the world. You know, we had like a young woman from Italy call in. <laughs> I gave her a homework assignment. I said she needed to do an Italian translation of 1111, and she called back the next day, and she did. <laughs> I got to what, what is 1111 in, in, in Italian? What is that number in Italian? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. It just all sounded lovely to me. 11, 11. Yeah, it's the exact same. <laughs> yeah. You just use your hands more. I think you nailed it, actually. I think it's a live and a live. You may hear a wish, and a live and a Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, <laughs> we, we talked to uh, a bus driver in, in, in Canmore uh, who, who's still working on the front lines. We talked to you know university students. We talked to like a, an 11-year-old uh, in Ottawa who's hanging out with his dad on their March break and wanted to know what my favorite Beatles song was. Yeah, I saw I that know, one. I, that that kid's reaction was my favorite moment. That's <laughs> I, I like watching because you're just scrolling through people who are who are watching you online, and then you're you're clicking on them to bring them into the conversation. And when people are just lying there, not expecting it, and suddenly they're talking to Max from Arkells, their reactions <laughs> are my favorite part. And I did see that kid in Ottawa, Dad, Dad, <laughs> Dad, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, so funny. Yeah, I know. Honestly, it's um, those like little little moments kind of make make my whole day. I am curious though. What is your favorite Beatles song? Ooh, it's impossible to choose. I think if I had to choose one, in my life would be my favorite. But honestly, they don't have any bad ones. So I did. I did notice you answered that question like a politician when that kid asked it. (laughs) I I think you spun it around and said, "What's your favorite Beatles song?" (laughs) I did. Well, he he said Blackbird, and then and then his dad said Hide Your Love Away, and and I know how to play Hide Your Love Away, so I busted that one out, and then I finished off with uh, In My Life, which is probably my favorite Beatles song. How long do you think you're going to be able to go with the music lessons? It's 1 p.m. every day uh, during the week. You're doing it on the Arkell socials, right? Yeah, yeah. 1 p.m. Uh, Arkell's music on Instagram, and we just stream live on on Instagram there. And uh, yeah, I mean, everything is a little different, so, so it hasn't felt monotonous at all because because we've had different members of the band join to walk through how they play their parts in the song. We had Tyson Berry from the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. Uh, walk us through what his like workout routine is which was really funny because i was expecting something kind of intense because he's a professional athlete he says he, he gets on the peloton for a little bit i was like you're doing any push-ups he's like i try to get to 100 i'm like tyson i can do 100 push-ups over the course of a day he's like you know 10 sets of 10 and that's pretty good <laughs> that's impressive yeah. over the course of a day i'm doing one and then i'm waiting half an hour and then i'm doing two <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so, so we're, we're, we're trying to keep it fresh
Well, if you need us for anything, you know where to find us, Max. Uh, do, what do we know about the rally? Have you guys made any decisions? I know it's a little further off. Have you made any decisions what you're going to do uh, no, with we're, the big we're, show? We're playing it by – no, not yet. We're, we're playing it uh, kind of week by week. You know, things change pretty quickly. You know, it feels like, you know, as you were just saying, you know, a week ago our lives were a lot different. So, you know, yeah. I, I know we're all aware that we're, we're going to be in this period for a minute here. But, uh, yeah, no, no calls on it yet. Fingers crossed we can still have it on June 20, but, but the rest of the show will be – Keep everyone up to date as we know more information. Well, hopefully that's that's the time those doors open for the first time. So the big party is at Tim Hortons Field, right, and we yeah. can just let it all out, baby. Exactly. exactly. So many hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Want to say good morning to our buddies, the Whack MCs. They are a uh, a couple of guys, Carl and Kyle, who have a band. They make some very funny uh, parody stuff. They make some very funny uh, rap songs and videos that you can find online. And they're self isolating as well. And they're spending their self isolation listening to Taz and Jim on the radio, and getting inspired to write new songs. Last week when they heard that Jim and I were in quarantine after traveling internationally, they sent us this song. I can't stop singing it. Every time I say COVID-19, this song is in my head. COVID-19! I know, me too. <laughs> so that was last week's tune, and they've sent us another masterpiece here this was inspired jim by a conversation we had on the show last thursday morning about uh you i think we were, we were talking about aerosmith and and i don't want to miss a thing uh just a, a classic slow dance song and you said it was it was always a big request at mitchell ontario hockey dances i didn't know what you were talking about so uh here's a little piece of that conversation Hold on, what's a hockey dance? I know uh, you grew up in a small town, Mitchell, Ontario, Jim. Uh, is this is this a small town thing, a hockey dance? Is it I, just you and your teammates, or do you invite uh, other people? Yeah, you, just, you learn to slow dance with your buddies, your line mates, <laughs> so you're not awkward when you get to high school. No, it was like, uh, I don't know, maybe it was just a Mitchell, Ontario thing, but it, we called them hockey dances, and uh, there'd be a dance, I forget, but on the ice, when the ice was out, um, and there'd be a DJ, and it was a big deal for oh, all okay. like, the younger kids, because you'd finally meet the girls from the other schools, and you'd yes. all raise money for Mitchell Minor Sports and uh, Mitchell Minor Hockey. Okay. So it wasn't, you didn't wear skates, the, the ice was gone, but it was in the arena on, yeah. on the pad where the ice yeah. would be. Either okay. in the arena or the Crystal Palace, which is like a little venue in Mitchell. Good times. <laughs> The Mitchell, Ontario Hockey Dances. Are you ready for this, Jim? <laughs> oh, buddy. Here is uh, this week's tune from our friends, the Whack MCs. It doesn't happen all over the world. Not for every boy or every girl. They usually have other plans. Like the prom or a video dance. Unless you're from Mitchell, Ontario. Where pretty much anything goes When you're looking for a little romance You head to the Mitchell Hockey Dance Well that's where I met my love And I gave her my stinky hockey glove She said there really been a lot 
can't take a chirp, though. Mitchell Hockey Pants, it was pretty sick. And I said, a girl, a cherry pick. She had her head down at the biscuit. Thought it was 40 how by the size of her mitts. Mitchell Hockey Pants, it was pretty sick. But I'm on the bench like a grocery stick. Until the girls on my floor with no teeth in my face. Now they want to play me like a dumb chase. The last part of this story. About my dad and my mommy It's where I was conceived On the back of his Zamboni <laughs> How did they Were know? you conceived on the back of a Zamboni, Jim? Yes! <laughs> yes! In 1986 uh, Kenny Rogers, he passed away on Friday At the age of 81 The Gambler, everyone knows The Gambler He starred as The Gambler in a bunch of movies on television in the 80s. Did you ever see? You're probably too young to have seen the Gambler movies, Jim. No. I, uh, what do you mean, though? Because like, the song must have came first, right? It was the theme. Yeah, it was all kind of at the same time. As in My recollection, because I was young, my dad used to watch the Gambler movies when they'd be on TV, and I'd watch them with him. I don't remember much. I remember there was a train involved. It was like it was the movie version of the song. There was a gambler on a train, and he had some some adventures. And uh, they were back then. It, like you don't, Kenny Rogers has kind of been out of the picture because his health has been failing for years. But he was a big deal back in the eighties, man. Islands in the Stream with Dolly Parton. Yeah, huge tune. One of the, one of the best a million duets. Times. It's been covered a million times, and every time it gets covered, it becomes a hit again. Ghetto Superstar. Remember Ghetto Superstar in the 90s? <laughs> yes. That's Islands that That's Islands in the Stream, man. They just changed the, the lyrics. Yeah. Islands in the Stream. Kenny Rogers. You know we are the world, right? Yeah, yeah. The song that all Jackson. the celebrities, Michael yeah. Jackson, Dion Warwick, Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, all these big A-level celebrities in their prime, they recorded this song to provide relief to Africa. And it was recorded at Kenny Rogers' house. Hmm. That studio in the video that they're all standing around in, that was at Kenny Rogers' house. He was a su- successful dude. And that's before he even opened his chicken restaurant. <laughs> Which I've never eaten at. House. <laughs> yeah, I've never eaten at, but I want to eat some Kenny Rogers' chicken. I don't know about Hamilton, but I know in London they had a Kenny Rogers' Roasters on Wellington Road for a while. I never got in there either, which is probably why it's closed. Everyone always, hey, one day we should go to Kenny Rogers Roasters. Never made it in there. That's amazing. It's it's so funny. Like we were just at Margaritaville. It's so funny these guys who are, make a lot of money in music and then brand themselves they, out, outwardly and become famous that way too. Kenny was married. Well, he had to he had to keep making money because he was married five times. That'll do it. <laughs> Talk about being a gambler. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, no one to hold them, bud. <laughs> you never count your money till you're sitting with the divorce lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> then you know what half is because you're losing it. Uh, Kenny, rest in peace. He was a legend. Boss Brad has got to be very upset. Brad is a, is a guy who has modeled his life after Kenny Rogers, his life and his look. Yeah. After Kenny Rogers, so I'm I'm sure Brad, a little piece of Brad, died on the weekend as well. But he just went up 
the Silver Fox power rankings a couple notches, though. The bearded Silver Fox power rankings. Yeah, yeah. With, with Kenny gone, there's a little more room at the top for Boss Brad. Oh, yeah. You know, Brad, this is a, he may not want us to share this, but the, he started growing his beard as a joke because he was Kenny Rogers for Halloween at my Halloween party one year. And then people were like, hey, you kind of look good with a beard. And he never shaved it off. <laughs> but it was. the His beard came to be because he, he wanted to be Kenny Rogers for Halloween. And it's here to mm-hmm. stay now. That's Kenny's, that's Kenny's greatest legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.